0: Chapter One of Man, King of Mind, Body, and Circumstance. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Andrea Fiore. Man, King of Mind, Body, and Circumstance by James Allen. Chapter One the inner world of thoughts man is the maker of happiness and misery further he is the creator and perpetuator of his own happiness and misery these things are not externally imposed they are internal conditions their cause is neither deity nor devil nor circumstance but thought they are the effects of deeds and deeds are the visible side of thoughts Fixed attitudes of mind determine courses of conduct, and from courses of conduct come those reactions called happiness and unhappiness. This being so, it follows that, to alter the reactive condition, one must alter the active thought. To exchange misery for happiness, it is necessary to reverse the fixed attitude of mind and habitual course of conduct, which is the cause of misery. And the reverse effect will appear in the mind and life. A man has no power to be happy while thinking and acting selfishly. He cannot be unhappy while thinking and acting unselfishly. Wheresoever the cause is, there the effect will appear. Man cannot abrogate effects, but he can alter causes. He can purify his nature, he can remold his character. There is great power in self conquest. There is great joy in transforming oneself. Each man is circumscribed by his own thoughts, but he can gradually extend their circle. He can enlarge and elevate his mental sphere. He can leave the low and reach up to the high. He can refrain from harboring thoughts that are dark and hateful, and can cherish thoughts that are bright and beautiful. And as he does this, he will pass into a higher sphere of power and beauty. Will become conscious of a more complete and perfect world for men live in spheres low or high according to the nature of their thoughts their world is as dark and narrow as they conceive it to be as expansive and glorious as their comprehensive capacity everything around them is tinged with the color of their thoughts consider the man whose mind is suspicious covetous envious how small and mean and dreary everything appears to him. Having no grandeur in himself, he sees no grandeur anywhere. Being ignoble himself, he is incapable of seeing nobility in any being. Even his God is a covetous being that can be bribed, and he judges all men and women to be as petty and selfish as he himself is, so that he sees in the most exalted acts of unselfishness only motives that are mean and base consider again the man whose mind is unsuspecting generous magnanimous how wondrous and beautiful is his world he is conscious of some kind of nobility in all creatures and beings he sees men as true and to him they are true in his presence the meanest forget their nature and for the moment become like himself getting a glimpse albeit confused in that temporary upliftment Of a higher order of things of an immeasurably nobler and happier life that small-minded man and this large-hearted man live in two different worlds though they be neighbors their consciousness embraces totally different principles their actions are each the reverse of each other their moral insight is contrary they each look out upon a different order of things their mental spheres are separate And like two detached circles they never mingle the one is in hell the other is in heaven as truly as they will ever be and death will not place a greater gulf between them than already exists to the one the world is a den of thieves to the other it is the dwelling place of gods the one keeps a revolver handy and is always on guard against being robbed or cheated unconscious of the fact that he is all the time robbing and cheating himself the other keeps ready a banquet for the best he throws open his doors to talent beauty genius goodness his friends are the aristocracy of character they have become a part of himself they are in his sphere of thought his world of consciousness from his heart pours forth nobility And it returns to him tenfold in the multitude of those who love him and do him honor the natural grades in human society what are they but spheres of thought and modes of conduct manifesting those spheres the proletariat may rail against these divisions but he will not alter or affect them there is no artificial remedy for equalizing states of thought having no natural affinity and separated by the fundamental principles of life the lawless and the law-abiding are eternally apart nor is it hatred or pride that separates them but states of intelligence and modes of conduct which in the moral principles of things stand mutually unrelated the rude and ill-mannered are shut out from the circle of the gentle and refined by the impassable wall of their own mentality which though they may remove by patient self-improvement they can never scale by a vulgar intrusion the kingdom of heaven is not taken by violence but he who conforms to its principles receives the password the ruffian moves in a society of ruffians the saint is one of an elect brethren whose communion is divine music all men are mirrors reflecting according to their own service all men looking at the world of men and things are looking into a mirror which gives back their own reflection each man moves in the limited or expansive circle of his own thoughts and all outside that circle is non-existent to him he only knows that which he has become the narrower the boundary the more convinced is the man that there is no further limit no other circle the lesser cannot contain the greater and he has no means of apprehending the larger minds such knowledge comes only by growth the man who moves in a widely extended circle of thought knows all the lesser circles from which he has emerged for in the larger experience all lesser experiences are contained and preserved and when his circle impinges upon the sphere of perfect manhood when he is fitting himself for company and communion with them of blameless conduct and profound understanding then his wisdom will have become sufficient to convince him that there are wider circles still beyond of which he is as yet but dimly conscious or is entirely ignorant men like schoolboys find themselves in standards or classes to which their ignorance or knowledge entitles them the curriculum of the sixth standard is a mystery to the boy in the first it is outside and beyond the circle of his comprehension but he reaches it by a persistent effort and patient growth in his learning by mastering and outgrowing all the standards between, he comes at last to the sixth, and making its learning his own, and beyond still is the sphere of the teacher. So, in life, men whose deeds are dark and selfish, full of passion and personal desire, cannot comprehend those whose deeds are bright and unselfish, whose minds are calm, deep, and pure, but they can reach this higher standard, this enlarged consciousness. By effort in right doing, by growth in thought and moral comprehension. And above and beyond all lower and higher standards stand the teachers of mankind, the cosmic masters, the saviors of the world, whom the adherents of the various religions worship. There are grades in teachers as in pupils, and some there are who have not yet reached the rank and position of master, yet by the sterling morality of their character, are guides and teachers but to occupy a pulpit or rostrum does not make a man a teacher a man is constituted a teacher by virtue of that moral greatness which calls forth the respect and reverence of mankind each man is as low or high as little or great as base or noble as his thoughts no more no less each moves within the sphere of his own thoughts in that sphere is his world, in that world in which he forms his habits of thought, he finds his company. he dwells in the region which harmonizes with his particular growth, but he need not perforce remain in the lower worlds. He can lift his thoughts and ascend, he can pass above and beyond into higher realms into happier habitations. when he chooses and wills, he can break the carapace of selfish thought and breathe the purer airs of a more expansive life end of chapter one recording by andrea fiore